The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Sunday, April 17th, and today we are airing the second part of our interview with podcaster and author Jacob Goldstein. In the second part of the interview, we're going to be talking more about Jacob's new podcast called What's Your Problem? It's out on the Pushkin platform. Bad for me to say so many Ps, huh, Mark? Anyway, there's some cool um, problems that the founders of many companies are trying to solve. So it's kind of fun to hear him chat about that. So here's the second part of our interview with Jacob Goldstein. Everyone would be a better investor if he just acted rationally. I mean, you'd be a better investor if you just owned index funds, you know, rebalanced once a year, and you didn't muck around with it. But we can't stop ourselves because we are human beings, right? I, I know. You know what I do is I have most of my money in target date funds, which are like the perfect, like because they rebalance anyway. So you don't have to do anything. And then I have this little side pot that's like money that I know I'm doing dumb things with. I just know that I am. But it's a small enough amount of money that I'm not going to like ruin myself. Do you know what I mean? So I Yes, can, of course. Like, it's, it's your like, fun money account. It's my fun money. And instead of going to Atlantic City, I just like buy individual stocks at dumb times. Okay. What's in there? Oh, it's funny. I'm not even used to saying that. Weird stuff. So, okay, here's one that has done terribly. Boeing. Terribly. Um, here's one that has done well that, to be honest, I don't even really understand. But it's my dumb money fund, so I'm allowed. It's not that much money. It's an ETF that tracks carbon in like uh, cap and trade markets. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And do you buy them because of like your general interest? Do you do any research? Do you just throw darts? What's your um, methodology? It's funny that we're talking about this. My methodology is put all of my money except a tiny bit into target date retirement funds. That's my real methodology, right? Okay. So the other okay. things are like, I really feel dumb talking about it because I know it's a bad idea, right? Like I know enough to know. And so to call it a methodology would be an insult to the word methodology. All right. But like, it's, that's like, it's dumb for me to have a second drink on Friday night on an empty stomach. <laughs> I've been known to do it. So like, I give you the pass. It's okay. Okay. So a friend of mine, 
said, was convinced me to buy a little Boeing because he was like, yeah, it got beaten down because of the pandemic. When things go back to normal, it'll go back up. But of course, of course, the reason it's dumb is like everybody else already knew that. That fact was already priced in, right? That's the reason you can't beat the market. And I know that. And yet I did it anyway. That's all right. I mean, it seems like Thank you're doing you. okay. I'm doing got, fine. What story do you wish you could be covering? Because you're doing these, you know, uh, you've got a season. So how many episodes in a, in will be in uh, your first season? Well, 12. But uh, I think the show's kind of going to go forever. So, you know, I need to book... Every, everybody. I need to book 50 people. So you I'm, tell me. I'm raising Who my I hand. Book? So when I come on, the problem I am solving, you yeah. ready for my problem I'm solving? Let, is that people me. are just crazy about their money. Um, and I'm happy to come on anytime just to you know, chit chat. What do you wish you could be covering right now in the ether of financial markets, the economy? Like what would be fun for you? I know that you've done, you did some crypto stuff, right? Yeah, you said the word ether there, and I, I, mean th- I thought of ether. I mean, in fact, just this morning, I was slacking with uh, the producer on my show. I mean, this is kind of wonky, but uh, but for uh, the Ethereum network, right, the cryptocurrency network that is uh, where ether is the token, they're actually doing this wonky shift from uh, proof of work to proof of stake, which is pretty nerdy, but kind of a big deal, right? Like Ethereum is the second biggest crypto network after Bitcoin. And it seems much more practical. It seems like the one where there are, are sort of real applications, uh, at least potentially. And they're doing this big technological shift into this other way of sort of running the whole network that among other things will be way less energy intensive. And so it's a big deal and it's interesting. And I'd love to figure out a sort of engaging, interesting, practical way to talk about that. All right. So listen, you have to talk to this guy. Um, did you listen to Ezra, the Ezra Klein show recently? The um, video essayist Dan Olson basically okay. made the case against crypto that's so compelling. You'll want to basically run around and be like, I want to short this crap right now because it was compelling. I feel like it's worth separating the price of the tokens from the idea of the technology. But right? he, he takes apart the idea of the technology. Because in the Jacob Goldstein mantra, he essentially says there is no problem to be solved and this is not solving the problem. Yeah. I mean, it is noteworthy, right, that Bitcoin has been out for well over 10 years now. And, you know, I I did my first Bitcoin story in 2011 and I was shocked at the time that the price of one Bitcoin went from $10 to $20. We were like, wait, are we looking at this wrong? And yet, so obviously the price has gone up more than a thousand fold since then. And yet nobody has figured out what to do with it. Right. And I certainly would have thought at the time, it wasn't obvious to me that it would work, but I certainly would have thought either it will work or it won't work and it will go away. And the fact that it hasn't worked yet and the price has gone up by thousands of times is weird. It is, right? I always find what's interesting to me is that I do not I do not want to be a curmudgeon, even though I play one on TV. But what I always find amazing is how little changes in the world of finance. Yes, the products change, but there aren't that many monster breakthroughs. And some, you know, like an index fund 
is a monster breakthrough. It's a monster right? breakthrough. Right? Shout so, out John so, Bogle. Right. Okay. And um, trading for free or low cost brokerage, shout out to Charles Schwab, right? We yeah. once had Charlie yeah. Schwab on the show, right? So like, yeah, that's cool, right? Or Ned Johnson, who just died from Fidelity, like, hey, cool, like retirement plan stuff. But, you know, Robinhood is not a breakthrough. No, it's it's, it's just, just it's free just trading. What do you think was the last real breakthrough? I mean, was it low cost trading? Has it been that probably, long? Probably. It's probably yeah. discount brokerage, which is, yeah. you know, the discount went from, you know, eight bucks a trade to zero. But that's probably the biggest. Yeah, because before that, it was like hundreds of dollars, right? Before that, oh, it was yeah. wildly expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's I amazing. Mean, Index funds are amazing. It's amazing the persistence of actively managed funds, right? Against yeah. all evidence. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Okay. That's it for the show. If you've got financial questions, maybe as you're doing your taxes at the last minute, some things have arisen in terms of what you need to be thinking going forward. If that's the case, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. And don't forget to let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. We'd love to do that. And also, why don't you sign up for our free weekly newsletter? Don't forget to leave us a rating and review on Apple. Helps us. It really does. Okay. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 